Hello and welcome back to Marketing Tip Tea Time at 2.22. I am one of your hosts, the better one, Aaron Zimmerman. Uh, and yeah. with me here is the is wonderful... the superior host, second, Josh French. Josh French. Mm -hmm. And on this episode today, we're going to be talking about if Google Ads are right for your business. 92% of all of the searches done on the internet are done on Google worldwide, which amounts to about 35 billion searches per day. That is b, -b, -b billion with a B. There's no question that you can reach a lot of people with Google search ads. The real question, however, is will they produce a positive ROI and other bottom line metrics for your organization? Well, today we are going to talk about the steps in determining if Google search ads are a good fit for you. But hold on, Aaron. We can't skip the most important part of the show. What am I holding on to? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> hold on to yourself. Okay. Because we're about to get into the most important part of the show, which is the tea. The tea. On tea time. Yes. So, today we are drinking ceremonial grade matcha. This was first recommended to us by Soon he. Soon he Newbold. Newbold, yes. Yes. And she was on our show a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago. Yeah. And great recommended guess. this to us. We were great expecting guess. it to be, you know, not so great. Yeah. And then tried it, it out on the show. Fantastic. And we really liked it, so, so now we're bringing we, it back on. We've actually poured this. I'm gonna I'm gonna Why why you gotta grab it like that, dude? Why why you gotta make me nervous like that? Cheers. This guy. So, oh yeah, it's a lot stronger this time around. I like it. Um, honestly, I, I expected it to be terrible, but it's fantastic. Um, we poured it and mixed it ahead of time. It actually takes probably four to five minutes of vigorous whisking to get it the consistency that you need for it to be well blended. So if you're going to try matcha at home, that's the powder version. Probably especially this kind of ceremonial grade organic matcha, you're going to need to take some time to whisk it. Now they do have these whisks like this. This is a traditional bamboo whisk that's used for matcha specifically and other ceremonial teas. But there are also some electric mixer type things that you can use. Sunhi Newbold had kind of one of the ones that you like push down and it spins, so you can buy those. But then also I was actually on um, Jade Leaf, they're the company that we bought from, I was on their website, and they have an electric mixer that you just press and it goes Just like that? That's how it works. Yeah. And it probably cuts, your, one of those. It probably cuts your whisking down by at least half. Like yeah. Maybe even more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you need to invest in that. Huh? Well, now we are going to dive into Google search ads. We get a lot of clients that come to us and say that Google is just too confusing for them to actually manage themselves, which the Google ads backend, the management tool, is a little confusing if you're not well versed in it. You can get lost pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I'm here to say definitively that pretty much every business should be using Google ads. Um, it, it's just, it's like a no-brainer. Um, there might some be a form, few. Some form. There, there might be a few, like, you know, if you are a... Uh, I, I can't even think of one. Like, what would, what would be a business that wouldn't use it? Uh, well, Google Search in particular. Yeah. There are some businesses that have a low average checkout amount. So, if you're just selling, like, one-off products with no extensions to them, 
Uh, there's really not a lot of long-term value yeah, there. Financially, it doesn't make sense. And yeah. Financially, it wouldn't quite make sense. Yeah. And we'll get into that as far as as far as like, what do Google search ads cost, and and what what should you expect to pay What's to get cost? a sale on Google? Exactly. Um, but the vast majority of businesses, yeah, it's going to work great for. So, what are Google search ads even, and how do they work? Let's dive into that. So, um, essentially, they are text ads. And they work under a bidding system operated by Google in search results. Now, what does this mean? Google search ads can actually show up on Google natively and also on what they call partner networks, partner search networks, which are a number of other websites or um, indexing and search engines that are out there as well. So when you create an ad, and everybody thinks this, like I talk to so many businesses, and I say, well, you know, everybody searches for stuff on Google when you need some sort of a restaurant, if you need a lunch somewhere, say you're in a new city and you're like, I need a place to have lunch. If you're searching for new shoes, if you're researching cars, everybody's using Google. And what I get a lot is people say, well, I don't use Google. <laughs> and I say, well, when you're looking for a restaurant, what are the steps you take to find that restaurant? They say, well, I just take out my phone and ask it where, where the nearest lunch spot is. That's Google. If you're using an iPhone, the default search engine is Google on Safari. If you're using an Android, uh, Google and Android are actually very tightly knit. Mm -hmm. So everything on Android is actually under a Google infrastructure. Um, so Google is actually pretty much controlling all of the searches. Whenever you search for anything, even if you go onto um, like Alexa, if you're voice searching, those are actually populating from Google. Mm -hmm. So whenever you search for something online, you're probably going to Google. So first of all, it's, that's what's happening. All those searches that come up, that is Google. And when you're placing an ad, those top results that have a little tiny ad, it says ad right next to it, those are the ads that are coming up that people have paid for to get into the search that you're looking for. So that's what a search ad is, is it's the text ad that comes up during your search that tries to get you to click on whether, whatever website or product or whatever it is that you're trying to go look for. Exactly, Aaron. Yep. And, and it's so interesting that Google captures 92% of the world's traffic. I mean, wouldn't you think that's kind of a monopoly in that's a way? A, hmm. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll see what happens in the future with that. Perchancely. So, what's so special about Google search ads anyways? Well, Aaron kind of touched on the process that people go through making a search, finding a result, and clicking that, and going to the website. The thing is, with Google search ads is that when people are making a search, most of the time they have intent to do something. Like if I'm on my phone and I'm looking for used cars near me, I've probably got the intent of going out and buying a used car, right? Google has definitely figured that out for you. Yes. <laughs> so He's in I'm, the market. <laughs> yeah, I, I am in the market right now, funny enough. Yeah. Um, but with that, because uh, because those searches have high intent, if you're capturing that traffic that has that intent of purchasing that are really highly qualified, like if you're a dealership running ads, mm -hmm. then getting that traffic to your website should generate a huge return for you because it's very, very likely that they'll at least come out to see your dealership and maybe even purchase a car there because they have such strong intent. Exactly. And that's 
really what's I'd say most powerful about Google search ads. Um, yep. And then uh, also um, touching on you mentioned audiences that Google can put you in an audience. It doesn't have to be you just searching on Google used cars near me. I could go on YouTube and look up videos about the best way to buy a used car. Watch a few videos, right? And Google could put me in the audience of people looking to buy a used car. And so maybe if I make a search kind of related to that on Google, your ad could pop up. I could click on that and then now I'm a, I'm a highly qualified lead looking for a car on your website. Thanks yep. to Google search. Thank you, Google search. So basically you can really target the best sources of traffic to your website. Exactly. The most qualified leads. So. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We don't have any eggs, so I can't say exactly. That's sad. On average, what do Google ads cost? That's the big question. A lot of businesses ask us this. And here's the thing. Google is great in the sense that you choose your budget. You can choose any budget. However, there are recommendations for how much you should spend because if you're spending too little, then you're basically, you know, throwing a drop of water in an endless sea, right? So you've got to have at least a good budget to make a dent. Now you can have a, a small budget. We've actually worked with clients that have like maybe even just 30 to $50 a month and you can make it work if you have a very skilled Google advertiser who is helping you do that, such as us. However, we do recommend that you spend a little bit more on those. The average cost per click, it's called CPC, which is, uh, so Google, what it does is it charges you only when somebody clicks on your ad in the search network. So if it just comes up and they don't click, they don't charge you. If they do click, then you're charged. The average cost per click for a Google ad is $1.50. And the average cost per acquisition is $30. Now, cost per acquisition is how much money you spend before somebody actually takes the action of purchasing on your website. So you might think, okay, well, $1.50 to, to $30, like how, how does that actually add up? Well, that means that um, approximately, what would it be, Josh, like 25 times or something like that? Somebody searches and then somebody buys every 25th time or somewhere around that number. Right. Yes. Yeah. So it would be that not everybody's going to convert, but up to that point, on average, people then convert once you've spent $30. Yeah, that. that would be at a 4% conversion rate. Yep, yep. One in 25. Yep. So the cost depends on the ad market for the keyword you're bidding on and a few other things as well as relevancy and the quality of your ad and the quality of your landing page and how competitive you are with all of those different variables. There's a lot of different things that Google considers when calculating tons how much you're going to pay per click and there really is a wide range of what you can pay depending on the the keywords that you're targeting and also the industry you're in exactly yes because yeah. it's it's built off of supply and demand I mean it's like Basically, each keyword has its own economy. Yep. Right? 
which is yep. pretty crazy to think about. Google has but. built an entire economy. And and yeah. we recommend that, that somebody spend at least $500 a month on their Google ads in order to be competitive. It's mm -hmm. kind of what we've gotten from all of the different Google ads that we've run in different industries. $500 is usually what I would call a good start. And thank you to the people watching us right now. Again, if you have any questions or comments, please leave them and we will answer them for you. Um, yeah. One of those is probably my mom, so hey mom. Hi Aaron's mom. Hi, hi my mom. Okay, all right, so, so Josh, okay, you're throwing all this money into Google, you're just throwing it. How do you know that it's working? That's uh, the biggest question. Yes, because you have to make sure that you're actually making money off of the ads you're running, right? Making profit, seeing your return on investment. Profit. That's key. Money, money, money. So what we can do to track that is through, we use uh, conversion tracking to track if ads are generating uh, purchases, exactly how much sales they're driving, right? Mm -hmm. And we use that, uh, basically put a tracking tag on the website that we're driving traffic to, and a cookie gets put on uh, your browser once you click on the ad, and if you make a conversion, mm, cookies, then that cookie will fire, and it'll show that that came from, from Google Ads. Mm -hmm. So we can track exactly how much value we're generating. Just to let you know, not, no personally identifiable information is ever given to the advertiser. So cookie may be placed on your browser, we can't see that it's your browser. So it just gives us general demographic information where available and the actions taken from the site. So essentially it's like, this data, you turn into a data point. This data point, which represents this stuff, did this, this, and this. But we can't see that it's actually you. So for all those freaking about, about, out about privacy, we, we cannot, there's no way we can tell that it's actually like a person, right? Right. Which becomes an issue sometimes because bots can mimic people and you have to kind of like go through that sometimes and make mm -hmm. sure that you're not getting a bunch of bots. Yeah. We can see your search history though, FYI. <laughs> I'm just we kidding. cannot see your search kidding. history. Josh, I'm just, just now, now Google just nuked our entire show forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so when you're looking at when you're using conversion tracking, you can see uh, you know, revenue, profit, and calculate your return on investment. So some things to consider is that uh, you want to look at your total return net of expenses. So what we do is actually sit down with clients and figure out, okay, what, what are your costs to get sold? Uh, are you paying for shipping? What merchant account fees factor in? Yes. To really get a full idea of that and then we're able to generate the exact profit that we generate from the ads. Finance, finance, finance. We've actually, we have a number of blog posts and articles we've written on our website, zovamarketing.com, under articles that you can read about how we calculate those things. Some of the math that we have developed is actually starting to be used by other firms I've seen who have seen what we're doing. So we, we are like setting the stage for this, what we call financially driven data marketing that we're doing. So mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, pretty it's, cool. it's important to know if you're actually making money or not, right? Yeah. Right? Right. Are you? Yeah. All right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Now... Does your business qualify for Google Ads? Yes, unless it is one of the prohibited industries under Google, which includes 
cannabis of any sort, including marijuana yeah. and hemp. Yeah. You cannot market those. There are people getting away with it. However, they will be shut down eventually because it is on the no-fly zone. Also, if you're doing things that um, go against Google's policies, such as doing an alcohol advertisement for people under the age of 21, that is also not allowed. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there are a number of things. You cannot make advertisements based off of credit or housing or ethnicity. And they're starting to do away with income status as well, that you're not being able to target because... There were some people who, of course, everybody tries to screw up the process and how everything works. There are some people who were basically running ads that were for what I would call shark loans or shark credit to low-income households. Can't do that. So, uh, but yeah, there, there are a number of things you can, you can advertise. You also can't advertise weapons or tobacco or copyrighted content. Don't do it. Sexual content, can't do that. Counterfeit goods. And then, like I said, there are a bunch more, but you cannot market those things. Other than that, though, if you're not doing something super sketch, then you're, you're probably good to go. Um, anybody can really market through the Google search ads platform and and do a pretty good job if your finances are in order again as long as you're not part of those industries that are prohibited but it's exactly. uh, I would recommend that if you are a business out there you should look into Google Ads immediately and have somebody who knows about finance and the finance of how all of that works sit down with you and determine if the cost of Google Ads will be feasible for the bottom line KPI, which is key performance indicators, which are just metrics that you want to look at of your business. You want to make sure that those are in line. And if it makes sense financially, there's no reason to not do it. Mm -hmm. And one quick thing I do want to touch on before we wrap things up is we were talking about, uh, I don't know if you're making a profit off of Google search ads. One thing I forgot to mention is when you're, when you're looking at the value of a conversion on your website, Maybe they're filling out a form fill. Maybe they're making a purchase, right? You want to consider not just the purchase they make at the time, but their long-term value as well. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. maybe for that first purchase, you might be losing money, but if on average, half of your customers return for six months, uh. you take that into account, then you could be seeing a much bigger return from that, and that would make paying $30 for a cost per acquisition and $20 for the first conversion worth it. Yeah, exactly. So you definitely want to keep that in mind when you're looking at the, the cost benefit analysis, right? And a fun little side note, Google actually just came out with a tool within Google Ads that help you to determine lifetime value of a customer through Google Ads. So specifically what the lifetime value of a customer is through the ads you're running. So that's super cool. We haven't really played with it too much yet, but we will be getting into that. It's brand, it's brand spanking new. They just came out with it like this month. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's pretty awesome. That we will. But I think for today, that's gonna wrap things up for Google Search. And I hope that we were able to provide you guys with some good value and maybe help clear the air about, you know, what is Google Search and is it worth it? And just I'm know, give some clarity to that. Yeah. Yeah, what were you swatting the air there? Clearing the air. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> this guy. Um, so, 
That'll be it for the show. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Marketing Tip Tea Time. Shout out to the guys at Bike Shop for putting this all together and to our employee, Sierra, for helping us out with the setup every week. Thank you, Sierra. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate the support, all the shares, likes, comments. Really goes a long way. It does. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I have to hold it. Like Until that. next week <laughs> on Friday. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Nasta Cheers. <laughs>